Okay. Nah, maybe if we do another hour. Well, you can take questions from the chat room, right? Yeah. How long do you plan on going? Two hours. Okay, welcome to the Opperman Report. I'm your host, private investigator at Opperman. Uh, this show tonight is brought to you by emailrevealer.com. You go to emailrevealer.com. If you suspect your, your wife's cheating on you, your husband's cheating on you, uh, you send us their email address. We could trace it back to online dating websites and catch them cheating online. Um, I want to make a quick announcement before we start the show. We've got a big, big show tonight. We're going to be handling this Pizzagate story with the child trafficking allegations, with the WikiLeaks, John Podesta. This is a... a, a a mind-blowing story that's really rocked me this week. I'm, I'm really in shock. And we're finding out more and more, even up till this afternoon. Uh, but before I get to that, uh, last night on my show last night, three times, Nico House uh, promoted this. I promoted it a couple of times last night on my show, before my show started, then on the after show. Uh, there's a rally here in Las Vegas, okay? It's a protest Trump. It's a protest Hillary. Uh, it's a protest with the, the, the Dakota Pipeline. A whole bunch of groups are getting here together people are getting here together uh to protest on the strip tonight at 8 p.m at the link uh, hotel then we're going to march over to trump hotel and i was promoting this last night and since then i'm, I'm we're, we're a little people are a little concerned about what's going on with this um so i want to caution people about going to this event tonight if you do go keep your eyes open keep your heads uh, straight um watch out for provocateurs or i just we're a little suspicious of the leadership of this thing, and we, we, there's not a lot of people we know uh, leading this thing, and there's a lot of people coming, okay? According to Facebook, there's like 2,000 people coming. 9,000 people have been invited, and another some 3,000 or something, 3,500 are interested, which is really big for here. Coincidentally, there's a Marine Corps ball right next door to this, which can't be a good mix. So whatever's going on, and also, too, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of preparation or guidance. There's a little chaos around the situation. So... I know I had promoted this last night. If you are going, just be cautious. Keep your heads. If it's one of the regular people that we know that go to these events, go and keep an eye on things and try and guide these kids around, see what's going on. Uh, but otherwise, um, uh, at your own risk. Okay, people gotta gotta use a level head uh, tonight on the strip, uh, especially next to this Marine Corps ball. Okay, back to our show. And by the way, I want to apologize. I missed a couple of weeks. Uh, we had a, a guest uh, flake out on me at the last second. And then last week I was on vacation. I had a scheduled vacation. William Ramsey filmed it, uh, filled in for me, and he had a great show. We got a great response to that show, uh, uh, remarkable response. Uh, so everyone really, really liked the show. The great William Ramsey. I always want to say the great William Ramsey for some reason, okay, because <laughs> we're all friends. So tonight I got William Ramsey, the great William Ramsey, and the great Kurt Richel Haskell, who's a returning guest as well. And what we're going to be talking about is this Pizzagate child trafficking allegations that came out of the WikiLeaks emails. So why don't we start off by you guys introducing yourself. William, if you could start first, just tell us who you are and remind the audience. Ed, thanks for having me back on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, my name is William Ramsey. I'm an author. I've written three books and made a couple, some documentaries, but my books are Prophet of Evil, Abomination, and Children of the Beast. So uh, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you, sir. And Kurt Richard Haskell, tell the audience and remind them who you are. Yep. Uh, I'm a uh, retired attorney from Michigan. I now live in Costa Rica, but I, I'm more famous for being the whistleblower that exposed the underwear bomber false flag event. And now I uh, take it as one of my main hobbies to expose fraudulent events and fraudulent people and false flag 
events. So that's kind of what I do now, but purely for fun. Right, fun and profit, yeah. And then we have our buddy William's also <laughs> an attorney too as well. So uh, I'm the only one here that, that is popular with the public. <laughs> I'm not hated as much as my two guests, I'll put it that way. Oh, my God. And guys, uh, does anybody have a suggestion? Because this is a lot of material uh, mm-hmm. on how to start this off. Well, I think we should start with what the WikiLeaks revealed, because I think that was where the whole investigation began and is continuing, is coming from uh, the emails that were released to WikiLeaks and WikiLeaks exposed, uh, particularly the Podesta emails. So I think uh, that's a good starting point, at least in my opinion. Hey, let me ask you a question. Uh, uh, Richard Haskell, how did you stumble onto this? When did you first become aware of this? Well, you know, I, I was going through the WikiLeaks emails as they were released. I, you know, every day they're being released and I would go through some of them and do some keyword searches and that kind of thing. And I started running into the, to all these emails about food and dinner that didn't really make sense to me. The, the context of the conversation was bizarre. There, many, many emails like that. Um, and I, at first I didn't know what to make of it. I just thought, this is weird. And then, you know, I started seeing people, seeing people having conversations on the Internet about keywords that are used in pedophilia, and they're referencing WikiLeaks. So then, I, you know, I started putting those words into the, the search engine of WikiLeaks, and I started coming up to all these emails and suddenly finding myself understanding that they were talking in code language about pedophilia. So that's kind of how I, I came about it. And then every day when a new WikiLeaks release would come out, I would put those keywords into the search and see what new emails of the day were discussing pedophilia. And now, now what about you, William? When did you start stumbling onto this? I was the same thing. I was following almost every e- uh, Podesta release. Um, I think we're up somewhere in the mid-30s right now. But every time it was released, people were, were filtering through it. So I was following some internet sleuths and YouTube sleuths who were analyzing the information in there and kind of trying to figure it out. And I think it really kind of peaked in early November where people were starting to go, whoa, this is uh, very intense information, particularly with the spirit cooking information and this lady, uh, Abramovich, who was involved in this, uh, these kind of ritualized uh, uh, meetings that involved pig's blood and human um you know fluids and all this stuff so i think that that is really it and i didn't really know a lot of the terms but um some people really cross-checked and realized that these terms uh, like mr haskell said are uh common terms used in the pedophilia underground pizza hot dogs um you know uh pay uh you know all these other kind of terms that uh, i learned and and so that led me to kind of even follow up and look on boards where people were investigating it, Reddit, 4chan. So, uh, but yeah, I think that that's, that was really kind of where it started and, you know, where it led to, I think was uh, incredible. Yeah, right. A lot of these terms, you know, like cheese pizza, standing for child pornography and, uh, and uh, hot dogs, you know, for little boys and uh, walnut sauce are, are new to me. But when you look, because as things were getting more investigated and they started looking into this character, uh, James Alephantis, who's the owner of this pizza place, on his Instagram, on his public Instagram, this guy has a picture of a little girl 
and there's a hashtag chicken lover. Now that goes way back to the 70s. Everyone knows what that means. Chicken hawk, chicken lover. Everyone knows what those... So much of this is right in your face. I think it's remarkable. You know, I think that uh, those terms, when people really kind of follow the trail of connections and saw that this guy, Alephantis, was actually hosting parties that involved Tony Podesta. Um, there was Just as recently as April 2016, there was a pizza for Hillary uh, guest that involved John Podesta and other senior policy advisors with James, James Alephantis of Comet Ping Pong, um, you know, that uh, when that's, that connection is, is being made, I think uh, it's pretty remarkable that these guys had this. And at his, you know, at the Comet Ping Pong is actually another code for word, believe it or not, which I learned um, through the investigation. But on the front of the, the Comet Ping Pong pizza place are pentagrams, downward facing pentagrams and half moons, which are uh, pretty occult, you know, considering Abramovich and her occult ties, her ties to Lady Gaga and all these very strange eyes wide shut parties. If you follow Abramovich, um, not just the spirit cooking that she was involved with with the Podesta brothers, but she's had all kinds of public displays of cake uh, cakes that look like human forms where people are eating it that involved, uh, you know, A-list celebrities. Uh, Gwen Stefani and uh, all these other people that have pictures of it. It's incredible. So she, Emma Abramovich, is in, in uh, networking in these circles or moving in these kind of higher-end circles, not just at the Podesta. So... Um, well, well, okay, it's, it's remarkable. And those, those uh, just to add, those Instagram accounts are astonishing. The pictures that are on there and people that are have that have and have, have been able to save um, are attached to all these other people. And if you follow the people who are following, okay, so Alephantis, he went by Jimmy Comet on um, Instagram. And the people who follow him, if you follow his followers, it's you're connected to this underground of individuals whose names I, I don't want to divulge but um gay underground strange you know strange connections really weird kind of eyes wide shut stuff yeah yeah one of the followers of these instagram accounts was the angel of love adoption agency and they immediately unfollowed when all this start stuff started breaking <laughs> yeah the cover right. is going you know, on you, Go you ahead. know what, what i what i realized when researching this is a lot of the people or agencies uh, that are supposedly out there helping kids right. are actually tied into this pedophilia web. And they're doing exactly the opposite of what they're supposed to be doing. They're, they're using their positions and their agencies to traffic kids is what they're doing. Um, and William touched on that, or, or, or maybe it was you, Ed, about the agency being tied to... Uh, Comet Pizza. But th this Comet Pizza, uh, touching on what William said about the Instagram account of James Alephantis, Comet Pizza, it's really disturbing. I mean, there's a, a picture of, I don't know if it's a doll or a real young baby that says $1,200 in front of it. It's like, they're, it's a, I don't know if it's a joke or if it's real that, you know, this child, is it a child for sale or is this representing a child for sale? You know, there's a picture of a two-year-old girl with her arms taped to a table. I mean, really bizarre things. Half-naked little kids. There's a picture of a sign that says, boom, boom, room, no phones allowed in here. You know, there's pictures of them 
digging tunnels under the building, God knows what for, you know, really, really disturbing. And of course, uh, Hillary had a fundraiser there recently. There's a picture of Obama playing ping pong there, and he had a fundraiser there too. So, and this place is in Washington, D.C. So you can tell it's really connected with some political bigwigs. Yeah, Very disturbing. Place, yeah, that place, just to add, it's uh, farther up on Connecticut Avenue, kind of up from DuPont Circle, but in the kind of a richer area of kind of Bethesda-ish area of Washington, D.C. And underneath that, under Connecticut, was an old rail line that is unused. And in these um, in these Instagram accounts, you can see these guys digging underneath there. They're talking about um, having some kind of, like, everybody a free-for-all inside these, um, these holes that they're digging. And... Uh, the ownership of the, the Elephantus doesn't just own Comet. He owns another store, two stores down called Bucks. And next to Bucks is a place called Besta Pizza with strange um, uh, strange connections to agencies in Africa. But on the front of Besta Pizza, the pizza logo looks exactly like a pedophile logo that the FBI has identified as a pedophile logo. So these these are pretty remarkable events at this at this kind of crossroads up on Connecticut Avenue. And just so and, people and then the, the logo was changed after the story broke too. <laughs> right. Just so, so people covering up everything as much as possible. And all these the cover up is taking place, no question. James Elephantis, who owns Ping Comet Ping Pong Pizza, was once listed forty ninth most influential person in DC by GQ magazine. He was caught in a love triangle with the chief of Media Matters, David Brock uh, with all kinds of, so he, he, that was his boyfriend, <laughs> okay, and also too with the uh, correct the record is involved in this as well. Am, am I David right? Brock ran correct the record, which are Clinton fronts. Both media matters, and correct the record are Clinton operations. They're they're Clinton's uh, dirty laundry cleaners. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Both both of them were exposed in the Project Veritas videos, too. Oh, really? You know, doing uh, corrupt, corrupt sort of things for the Clinton campaign. Yes. So you can see it all ties together. Yeah, and CTR was really active online, um, you know, pretty much contradicting anything that was saying anything negative about Hillary. So I'm pretty sure I personally, on some of my posts about Hillary's illness uh, was just swatting CTR types, you know, oh, you're not a doctor, you know, you, you don't have any rights to say anything about her health thing. So CTR was really out there, and I've heard it from other commentators on uh, the web, that CTR was really out there actively prior to the um, presidential election. Yeah, and they're already trying to do some kind of cleanup on this with this, some news articles that came out saying, oh, conspiracy theorists are saying this and that, and there's nothing wrong with it. But, but let me ask you this. Now, William, because you lived in D.C., uh, this Best of Pizza and this Bucks Camping Restaurant and uh, the, the Ping Pong, supposedly they're all like in a row that's right Correct. over uh, uh, an abandoned uh, Connecticut Avenue underground subway yeah. line? Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're in, kind of in the ch- they're in a strange nexus. It's uh, right up Connecticut where Connecticut meets another main street, Nebraska. And I, when I was in D.C. for about three months, I actually lived on Connecticut, kind of closer to DuPont Circle. And so, I, you know, I was familiar with that, that kind of west side area of Washington, very familiar Georgetown National Cathedral. But, uh, yeah, so underneath Connecticut is a tunnel. And um, 
just like uh, Kurt said, you know, there's all kinds of weird digging photos and pictures of the underground. And there's like a, there was a room from one of the Instagram that they they joked about, you know, you could kill somebody in here or something. It's crazy. It, it just holds it down after you're finished using it. Now, and, and also, too, on, on one of the Yelp comments, one of the Yelp comments saying that what a wonderful place it was, except there's a lot of noise from the kids screaming and begging for help, banging on the walls. Wow. That's, that's, that's previous to all this. This is insane. Yeah, the, look at the murals. There's murals, like kind of creepy murals inside uh, Comet Pizza that have like somebody's holding another person's head, like a dismembered head. Really creepy. And apparently, you know, the pictures from the inside haven't been taken, but supposedely in the bathroom were full of nudes, you know. And there's some, pictures, kind of, so. there's some kind of panels in front of the bathroom doors. Yeah, somebody said that there were secret doors out of the bathroom. I haven't verified that yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to verify a lot of this because it's being bounced around by a lot of Internet investigators. But and, and like you said, we were talking about this before we went on the air. Uh, that uh, a lot of this stuff is being taken down from Reddit, and it's being taken down from 4chan through GDOS attacks, and 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 threads being deleted. Yep, that's true. So it's it's pretty remarkable, you know. And there's there's weird things. There was uh, just to mention Brock. Uh, there was something I found online from an after after party. He sent out invites to his place at 2130 Cathedral Avenue, Northwest Washington up in that area that said, you know, date Saturday, April 25th, after midnight until dot, 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 dot. So these guys are having, you know, there's other stories of these creepy after parties that take place late at night after other parties. So it looks like Brock is, you know, and there's pictures of Brock from Aliphantus's Instagram as well, sitting on, standing on stairs. So they're connected. Um, how deeply and how, how much information will come out about that, I don't know. One more thing that I ran across was that the Podesta's brother, Tony Podesta, uh, taught a class with Hassert, the other pedophile that was just convicted, who was the head of the, the Speaker of the House, Dennis Hassert. And there's, there's information within WikiLeaks of them being in contact, actually. Really? Yeah. Well, describe that. They've, they've actually stayed in contact uh, all the way through up till current day. The Podestas and Haster. Maybe. Yes, that, that's correct. That's yes. what I remember reading from uh -huh. um, the uh, from the WikiLeaks. There was information from that. Right now, is that something a normal person would do? No, I don't know. You know, someone whose career depends on their reputation. I don't know. I, I would tend to think not. Likewise. Is there staying, you know, staying in touch with a convicted pedophile from Washington when your career is based in Washington? Is there any way we could be know. reading? I would think not. Is it possible that we could be reading too much into this? That we're just somehow uh, our imaginations are running away with this? No, there's no. so much information coming Absolutely from different not. different places. Yeah, it's not just WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks was really the start, and then people started making connections. There are references to Alfred Fantas in WikiLeaks. And so then people started researching who he was. Then they researched Comet Ping Pong. And then they followed his Instagram. And then they followed the people who were on his Instagram. And then they they found out about his uh, lawsuit with Brock and all these connections. So these guys, and the Podestas just themselves, they're creepy as hell. I mean, the brother, Tony, has had a party at Comet Ping Pong every year 
for God knows how long. And he has these guys like weird. Uh, he's a collector of like strange art and puts like uh, really kind of creepy pictures up all the time. So uh, these people are and and the, I mean when they people really do research on Podesta, I think uh, they're going to learn quite a lot of stuff. That's all I'll say. And if if you look at some of the emails. I think it's undeniable that they're using code language. Oh, yeah. That's why I, I don't think you can deny. I mean, the only thing you really could deny is that it has to do with pedophilia. Maybe you could make the argument that it has to do with some other illegal activity. But I think if you look at all the other surrounding evidence that William mentioned, it clearly points to pedophilia and tra child trafficking. Yeah. You know, you're talking about, I'll give you an example. I'll give the listeners an example there was an email where someone is asking, should they play dominoes on pizza tonight or on pasta? Now, if you take it at face value, it makes no sense at all, right? Why would you play dominoes on top of food? You wouldn't put pieces of a domino on a piece of pizza. It would just make a mess, right? Or on pasta. I mean, they wouldn't even lay flat. It doesn't make any sense. But if you understand that dominoes is code for dominatrix or bdsm pizza means young girls and pasta means young boys it makes complete sense so they're asking should they uh, have a bdsm session on young girls tonight or young boys makes it very clear what they're talking about but if you just take it at face value you know the game dominoes pizza and pasta what the rest of us think they mean it wouldn't make any sense right so it's it's clear that it's code what did you guys make of that email about the handkerchief, a pizza-related handkerchief and something about a map? What do you make of that? Well, I, my yeah. understanding is MAP itself is an acronym for a minor attracted person. That's what. Uh, that's actually an acronym that's used commonly in that. So, yeah, I mean, that's just creepy as hell. Tons of code words, all code words. I, I have a different take on it. I, I believe MAP means a map to you, meaning... Uh, biological material or semen uh, you know lead a map meaning the evidence on the handkerchief leads to you so if you take it in that context the email said something like uh, uh, it came from a realtor I believe to John Podesta saying uh, I found a handkerchief on the kitchen counter it appears to have a, a map on it that's pizza related is it yours? What should I do with it? And then Podesta writes back. By the way, that, it, that's weird in itself. First of all, if there's a handkerchief there, I would think most people would just throw it away. Next, has anyone heard of a handkerchief with a map on it? No. And would you have a map on a handkerchief pointing to pizza? It doesn't make any sense, right? But if you think of it in the context of it's a handkerchief, with semen on it, pizza related, pizza meaning young girl. They're asking John, they're contacting John Podesta, not throwing it away, saying, is this yours? What do you want me to do with it? To which Podesta replies, yeah, it's mine, throw it away. So it, Podesta confirms that it's actually his handkerchief. So therefore Podesta uh, had some sort of sexual relation, he's confirming with the young girl, the pizza, and his biological material is on this handkerchief. That's what I take out of that email. Now, I know that, uh, Mr. Haskell, you also uh, found something about uh, Stratford. 
that was your work, right? You located the connections to Stratford and Ennis as well, right? Um, the only connection I saw from Stratford uh, was a conversation uh, in a leaked email from Stratford where they're discussing a party Obama had in Washington where they say, uh, you know, Obama had a party here last year and he spent $65,000 on hot dogs and pizza from Chicago. Again, if you take it at face value, it would seem to be an outrageous amount. Even, I mean, even if you had hot dogs and pizza flown in hot from Chicago, that would be an outrageous amount, right? But if you take into consideration that pizza means young girl and hot dog means uh, boys or young boys, it makes perfect sense. $65,000 for... Uh, these children from Chicago. Obviously, Obama's from Chicago, so he would have connections to that scene in Chicago. And remember, I already, I already stated that he, there are pictures of him playing ping pong at Comet Ping Pong, and he, he had at least one fundraiser there, so he has ties to these people, too. So it's it's very, very suspicious. But that but leaked also email came from, from Stratford. Just to interject, just a sec, Kurt, just to add uh, something to that yeah. email, they there's a conversation. They they talk about the sixty five thousand, the pizza and the hot things. They said, should we use the same channels? Yeah. So there's a conversation right. between right. them. Should we do this again? And everybody knows the White House is fully stocked with food. They're, they can get anything they want. They have private chefs, et cetera, et cetera. So well, not it only doesn't that. make sense to have that conversation. It's totally out of context. Guess what? And those that the thing those Stratfor emails were earlier than the Podesta emails. So people like Kurt made that connection. After the Podesta emails were done, that whole case, that was a Hammond who was prosecuted by uh, the guy Barrara from New York and went to jail for that particular hack of all those Stratfor uh, documents. And stuff like that. Yeah, but you know. Exactly. And I, I'm glad you pointed that out because the comment about do you want or will it be the same channels that are used? I mean, you don't need channels to order pizza and hot dogs. <laughs> You right. can call up any sort of restaurant. You don't need any certain, you know, I, I connections can call Costco to do that. and get uh, sixty-five thousand dollars worth of cheese and hot dogs. You know, if I want it. Right? Yeah, but you want to know what? You're, they're not in the White House. They're not allowed to serve any outside food. The only food served inside the White House is cooked and prepared inside the White House. Interesting. <laughs> okay, so there's no way they were they were ordering food from outside. Yeah. Right. They're not talking about food. Yeah. No, they definitely weren't talking about food. Oh, my God. Now, we were talking a, a bit at the beginning, uh, and I guess it's kind of off the pizza. You know, this thing's called Pizzagate. It's picked up Pizzagate because of Comet Ping Pong Pizza and this guy, Alephantis. Uh, 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 but, uh, William, in the beginning, you were mentioning this, this woman. Um Abramovich. Abramovich. Okay, and people need to check out or Abramovic they call her, but I think it's a bitch. Yeah, people. She's need, Serbian. Yeah, people need to check out uh, or her art and and her work because it's it's incredibly uh, unbelievable. But but explain what the spirit cooking is and some of the rituals that they're doing with the spirit cooking and her video. Yeah, so there's a video of her, or there's multiple videos of her painting on the wall certain statements in blood, and the spirit cooking involves. Uh, semen, blood, pig's blood usually, uh, maybe other uh, bodily things. And a lot of people talked about 
the connection to Crowley. I couldn't find a particular ritual that was the same as Crowley, but Crowley definitely believed in the power and potency of human uh, bodily fluids. So there's there's definitely a connection there in that same kind of occult uh, mentality of juicing up or, or empowering your ritual with uh, human human bodily fluids. So, um, but uh, Abramovich goes way back. She's uh, 70 years old. She uh, has openly stated she's had three abortions because uh, she doesn't want it to have kids uh, influence her her art. And she, like I said earlier, she's been around in all of these kind of elite entertainment circles uh, doing rituals, public-type rituals. So, And one of the rituals is something about taking a sharp knife and cutting one of your fingers. And then there's pictures of Podesta with an... And he even talks in emails about an injury to his finger. Yeah, and his fingers look all jacked up, too. I mean, there's actually a picture of him holding up a uh, his hands and showing his palms. It says 14 on his right palm and a fish on his left palm. His fingers, actually, one of the fingers on his left hand has a Band-Aid. And what she, Abramovich, said is something about cut your fingers and feel the pain. And uh, somebody has also traced uh, that 14... Um, fish hand sign to back to Egyptian mythology and occultism, which is the 14 body parts of Horus when he was cut up and refound. Um, so I don't know if that's actually legit, but it potentially could be. That's interesting. And Go ahead. Uh, that Mar- Marina Abramovich, not, she was a little more specific than that. She said to cut your middle finger on your left hand, not just your fingers. And if you look at the picture of Podesta, that's the finger that he has a Band-Aid on. So it's kind of interesting. Mark Warner. Now, one thing, too, is in one of her videos, the one that I watched, where they were painting the walls, at the end of that video, they send people out to these, uh, out to like a backyard where there's these three stone rooms, like little, almost like little houses. And you walk in there, and it, there's a sign on the wall that says, lay your head up against the, the, the wall and pick up this energy. Now, those stone rooms, they're, they're like 200, 300 years old. They're, they're, this is old old stuff so what do you make of that i don't know what to make out of it except it's all it seems very satanic to me if you just look at everything she's doing i i don't see how you can call it art at all right you know it just seems very ritualistic very satanic you know you're talking about her posing with different body parts dead bodies and uh, little little kids and just it's just very very weird and sick and it's not anyone, uh, you know, that you were, if you were a public person, not anyone that you would want to be around because this would be someone that would hurt your reputation. Yet there doesn't seem to be any hesitancy of the Podesta brothers uh, to be around her. And, and the connection is because and how many emails were there? Because there, there was at least one spirit cooking party they were invited to. But were there any other connections that came up? Because she's also, her picture's on the, uh, the Instagram of uh, Jimmy Comet. Right. I didn't see any other ones. I wasn't aware of any. There, there, I think there was just one where Tony Podesta confirmed he was going to the party. And I think he said, uh, he didn't confirm that John was going. I think he left it open. And I'm looking at a picture of her right now where she's dressed in all red. And she's holding a bloody goat's head uh, with the two horns uh, right above her, up to her chest here. Marina Sickening. Abramovich. It's it's terrifying. Now, one thing here that's that's really traumatized me this week. I got to tell you, and I've had other things going on this week, but this has really really hit me. 
is this woman. I mean, I, no way I could pronounce this name, but it's it's Biljana Djurdovic. And I want everybody to Google this right now. B-I-L-J-A-N-A is the first name. The last name is D-J-U-R-D-J-E-V-I-C. And she's also Serbian. Now, have you guys uh, seen that stuff? Don't tell me you haven't. You, you, you guys... No, I've seen it. Okay. I saw this. Yeah, it's very strange. There's all kinds of kids tied up and tile backgrounds and very creepy, very creepy uh, art. What, what do you make of it, Richard? Um, you know, I haven't seen that. Oh, but, um, I don't. Ha- I don't have a computer to pull it up or in front of me. Richard, you're gonna have a heart is, attack. Is this is this someone tied to Marina Abramovich? It's tied to one of the Podesta brothers and the art that he likes. Ah, okay. So it's uh, it's another Serbian name that, uh, but yeah. Podesta uh, has a picture in his office, a, a piece of art from this woman, where there's a man in a suit lying on a table, and there's two other men with plates, and they're eating this man alive, or, or eating his corpse. But they're eating this man. There's a picture Podesta right. has uh, behind him. It's, it's a, right there. He posed for a picture in front of it. This other woman's art is horrific. And uh, there's this one picture of these Serbian guys, like you said, they they obviously got that Serbian look. They got their shirts off and they're wearing like aprons around their their waist and they've got attack dogs. And it's in the same room where they've got all these little kids tied up, like you said. Uh, One kid, a little boy hanging from a a wall. Uh, Women holding their their little babies with terrified looks on their faces. Bunch of little kids with uh, uh, red hands. Their hands are red and their, their buttocks are red. Uh, now, I don't know, I guess from whippings or spankings, they put their hands behind, little kids with their hands behind their back. This is horrific material, and it's traumatizing when you look at it. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. There, there is no way this is something this woman dreamed up in her head. This is a, a place she's been to. She's seen this with these, these guards uh, with attack dogs. With little kids in the same room, this is—I cannot see. Can I? I don't think you can imagine this or dream this up. Right, and if you think about it, why would a presidential candidate let let a person that associates with these people be her campaign manager? If you found out about this, wouldn't you do a quick investigation and kick the person off your campaign? You would think, right? You you wouldn't want any of this damaging your campaign. Yet, nothing, just silence. I, I would kick her off the campaign. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would kick him off the campaign. Well, you got to remember, yeah. Podesta goes right. all the way back with right. the Clintons. He was like their chief of staff in the White House. Yeah. Um, so this is somebody who's like a oh, right. part of their crew, you know? Uh, he's more, he could be. I mean, as right. me who came out of Georgetown, that guy could be like a conciliary for their crime family. You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Well, Tony's name been you, you can't tell me the you can't tell me the Clintons don't know about these sort of things. Well, I agree with that. They're you very can't. well informed. They're, they're too close with Podesta. A couple of things. Podesta's brother, Tony Podesta, his name came up in those secret Panama bank accounts uh, scandals a while back, which kind of just left the news. You, you think that was a big story. you think I'd be covering it, you know, but it just kind of just disappeared off the news. Um, there's that. Now, but now, what about it? What do you guys make of this? Now, you saw the... the, the um, the, the, with the resignation speech, where the whatever, where she gave the speech, where she uh, uh, congratulated Trump, whatever you call it, um, the concession, concession speech. Concession okay. speech. Okay. 
Um, and at the end, there was no hug for Podesta. Now, did you guys study that video? I watched it a little bit, but he was kind of in the background as she went through the front. She hugged Robbie Mook and some of her other people. But I saw that he was looking, he looked uncomfortable, like he didn't want to look her in the eye. Did you get that feeling? Yeah. Also, though, she completely ignored uh, Huma Abbott and didn't even mention her. And actually, she didn't even mention Bill either, her husband. <laughs> so there were, there, were, there were a few people she was kind of blowing off there. But Podesta, too, yeah. You know, I haven't looked at it in detail. I watched it twice. I watched it live, then once again. But I, I didn't study for any kind of interaction with John Podesta. I didn't. You know, I didn't see. She didn't mention him, and I didn't see what they did after. I tell you, the mood in that room uh, struck me like the last days of, of the bunker for Hitler. You know, and that everybody in that room knew that they were indictments in their future. And uh, and things were not going to be going well for them, especially. And Podesta, he did this. There was this whole awkward body language thing where he first he tried to catch her eye, and then when he saw he was going to be snubbed, he just turned around and he turned his back to her, and then kind of like shuffled away. And then some other guy came over and hugged him. Very bizarre. Very. The whole thing well, was. Go ahead. Podesta looked really awkward too on election night when everyone was expecting Hillary to come out and make a concession speech, but instead Podesta came out and spoke for a couple minutes. It looked really, really awkward to me then, too. And I, I think it's these people coming to the conclusion that they're in trouble legally. You know, you had um, uh, one of Hillary's aides said uh, during the campaign a couple months ago that if Trump wins, she's going to hang Okay. Uh, you know, and that was leaked. So she knows yep. that she's done uh, some crimes where she could be executed for them. And, you know, and then we have a story of Huma Abedin that uh, she's been crying for days since the election. And, and I don't think she's that upset about Hillary losing where she would cry for days. She's upset that she's going to prison, most likely, would be my, yeah. my take I would on that. I would be terrified if I was had anything to do with Hillary Clinton, the foundation or that campaign. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, nearly everyone connected with it uh, has been involved in some sort of criminal activity. Not just not. I'm not specifically talking about this pedophilia and child trafficking, but some yeah. sort of illegal activity that was exposed by WikiLeaks. A lot of it. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with uh, the statements made by Eric Prince, the the former the founder of uh, Blackwater? Uh, didn't he say that uh, the NYPD has all the information and they were really uh, wanting to prosecute or uh, drop indictments, but they were always re re resisted by the DOJ aggressively? Is, that, is yeah. that what he said? Yeah, let me give you a little background on yeah. this, okay? Because you guys know that I did the original Wienergate cell phones way back, the one, the first Wienergate case. And it was a lot of stuff that went on back then that never made the news, okay? And there was even talk about Wienergate, Wiener, with other little 15-year-old kids back then. Never made the news, okay? Now, um, very interesting. Now, the guy that works for Trump is this guy. His head of security is a guy named Keith Schiller, okay? And I know him from New York. I did a job for him once. My friends know him. And what he used to do was he used to recruit, he used to recruit guys, NYPD cops, for Blackwater. That was one thing. But another thing, too, he used to get these jobs for the Fisher House, uh, the guy who owns the Intrepid Museum, this really billionaire guy in New York who used to like to hire a lot of cops. And Keith Schiller, that was his gig. When he was a cop, he would get jobs for cops all over NYPD. Everybody loved this guy. They were afraid of him. When we started our own little thing, they said, we can't work for you because we're working for Keith. 
this whole thing. Now, Trump got Keith, okay? Now, and Keith knows Eric Prince because he used to recruit for Blackwater. Now, it came to me, okay, that if whoever got a hold of Anthony Weiner's computer, and by the way, Eric Prince is saying that there's proof on there of Hillary making trips down to Epstein's Island, the Virgin Islands, right? at the private island. Now, where would he get that information? He's, he's got to be getting that through Keith. Okay, and whoever whoever the first cops that got their hands on this thing, now they got a they got a billion dollar blackmail thing in, in their lap. Okay, are they going to make a case? Or are they going to go? Who are they going to go to with it? They're going to go to Trump with it. Where else are they going to go with it? So I I think a deal was made to tell you, tell you the truth. It's just a theory I got, and and I've been talking about this before it made before the story with uh, Eric Prince came out. But Prince is saying that uh, there's proof on that laptop of Hillary going to. Epstein's Island, and also too that some of the cops involved are saying we have to prosecute because we have little kids of our own, and then they're talking. Uh -huh. So they're talking about a ring here. Now, one other thing yeah. I, I want to point out is Weiner. Weiner's a sick guy. We all know that Weiner's too sick to to even have a, a Twitter account like an adult like you and I can have and, and just be responsible with it. But Weiner, at one time, was courting. And flirting and chatting back and forth with Huma, right? He didn't just suddenly become a pervert and a sick guy. He was always like this. So he was doing this with her when they were courting and dating. This is what their relationship. They're both into this. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> you know? Um, so there's that. There was one other thing I wanted to get to um, that I forgot. Well, one of the policemen, if I remember reading correctly, he said he wanted to throw up after looking at those 650,000 emails or looking at the information in those emails. And I bet uh, when January 20th, January 20th rolls around, you're going to see fireworks. If you, you think the fireworks of the election, a lot of people are holding on to stuff, but they know they can't go through Loretta Lynch. They can't do it. So they're going to wait. Unless a so deal was made. Stuff. Unless a deal was made. But but the one thing I well, forgot to perhaps. say was... I mean, also, I predict uh, I predict pardons all around. Yeah. A blizzard of pardons. Now, one more thing, though, is, is Wiener checked himself in to rehab for a sex addiction, right? And this is a guy, he's got no career. He's got no family. He's got no wife. What the... Who is he doing this for? The only one he could be doing this for, and he hasn't even been charged yet... The only one he could be doing this for is a pretrial sentencing report to, to get a deal with the sentencing. There's no other. There's nothing else. There's no other reason to do it. Why? Because he wants to get cured now? No way. This interesting. It is, man. This Dude, whole thing. Is, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. I, it's just there's there's a, a an av, there's like a an Everest of information out there that hasn't been prosecuted. So, including this right. The, the, the only thing though is. A, a lot of different organizations and people said that we would see this before the election and nothing. So, you know, I, ha I have to question, is this really out there or not? You know, we, we were told that WikiLeaks was going to drop the bombshell. The group Anonymous was going to drop the bombshell. The New, York, the New York police were going to release some of this information or indict before the election and nothing. We did have the WikiLeaks stuff, but the WikiLeaks emails weren't really the smoking gun bombshell evidence. There was evidence of a lot of crime in there, but there's nothing that's a bombshell uh, on Hillary exactly or mm -hmm. Bill Clinton or pictures or videos. Right. Nothing like that.
And they said so, there was going to be pictures and videos of the so-called they abomination. Did, they did say that. Yeah. Well, yeah, wait, but wait, so we no, haven't seen it, so why not? Right. A couple of things. I mean, what's really going on? One thing there is that there's a screenshot of a of a chat back and forth with anonymous and WikiLeaks, and it says, "What, what do you make of this stuff?" And he says, well, "We we're not sure what to make of it." That was the WikiLeaks statement on his uh, this Podesta Pizzagate emails. Uh, but one other thing, some pictures have come out of, of Bill recently with one of these young victims. Now, isn't that you, William, who found all that? Well, I came across somebody. There was a guy on Twitter who was doing some great work and twitter shut down his feed and got rid of all the information so he had to kind of repost it but it's with a girl by the name of rachel chandler who was 14 or 15 there's a picture of her with bill clinton with eminem with uh p diddy so she was making the rounds it seems like at least in a very uh untoward way at least through these pictures and it's a very close picture of her with bill so uh this guy had found other uh women as well who definitely underage girls who were in that kind of circle so that information is is definitely out there uh, on the internet and, and this rachel girl admitted that she was friends with jeff epstein interesting and the picture the picture of her with bill clinton is not an ordinary picture it's either on a plane or a yacht i can't tell which but it, it's interesting because that would seem to indicate that it's not any kind of an official meeting probably it's probably on some sort of vacation most likely maybe uh the lolita express possibly of jeff epstein and there's other, yeah there's other pictures of her that some people have said are taken on epstein's island so that would i would love to get the confirmation right. of that but she's in a ritzy room with like a stuffed uh leopard or lion or something so you know it's Tiger. definitely in a high-end area yeah. Okay, William, if you recall, when we started talking about that subject a while back, right, um, around that time, I was talking to one of the uh, people uh, I was involved in with the Tiger Woods case and, and, who, uh, and all that kind of stuff and all those kind of cases, right, that was involved with selling stuff to the tabloids. And he told me, he goes, yeah, there's a girl peddling these pictures around. She has pictures on Trump's plane and she has pictures uh, with, with Clinton. So it, it might be the same one. There's, aren't, there, there's pictures out there, more pictures. We know that for a fact because this guy wouldn't lie to me. Now, one other thing that happened last week too, right before all this, is very interesting, is that um, Katie Doe, Katie Johnson, the plaintiff in this case, uh, the, the lawsuit against Trump and Epstein, I think it was Wednesday, last Wednesday, uh, she was scheduled to do a press conference, a live stream press conference with Lisa Bloom uh, to talk about the Epstein case. They were under DDoS attack that shut down the live stream and shut down the, uh, the, the press conference and shut down Lisa Bloom's website. You couldn't even read the press release. And uh, then after that, she was so terrified that she dropped the lawsuit. This is two days before the election. And Hannity was talking about this, saying, boy, we, uh, we really uh, dodged a bullet on that. With the, and this is, what was that? Epstein. But, and then he even said, he said, there's as much dirt on Clinton with Epstein. He said this on his radio show. So even they're starting to talk about it a little bit. So, see, I, I have a different take on that. I, I think it was fa I think it was fabricated, and uh, the reason I say that is in one of the WikiLeaks emails that talks about Gloria Allred being all in for Clinton and doing anything to help Clinton win, and of course Lisa Bloom just happens to be the daughter 
of Glory Allred. They're talking about, you know, uh, bringing the victims forward and this and that and how, you know, how they're going to spread out the releases of d- these different victims and that sort of thing. Okay, I'd like so to take I, a quick... I, I just think it was uh, propaganda to okay. make Trump look bad. I, I, would, I would totally disagree with you. And I'd like to take a look at okay. those WikiLeaks when you get a chance because I've worked with Allred and... I'm aware of other stuff with Bloom, and, and I've vetted out clients for them. So I know that I know that Bloom and Allred will not just uh, take fake clients and, and do fake stories like that. Like everyone says they will. I, I know for an absolute fact uh, that they won't. Okay, now maybe in, a, in something this big, maybe they would, but uh, but I don't think so. And uh, I, I've got my own uh, theories on that. Hey, but William, one more thing I wanted to ask you too, because I just ran across this really bizarre thing—a uh, video of Epstein's Island where there's a temple on that island with, like, a Muslim gold dome on it, and then there's an right. owl. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have. I haven't confirmed that that's his island, but, yeah, it's like a depiction of Horus. If it is, you know, you're in a completely different mind frame if he's that, if Epstein's that heavy in the, in the occult, you know. But, yeah, I've seen that picture. Okay. Unconfirmed that that's his island. Yeah, I just saw it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen it, too. Okay. Now, what do you guys make of um, there's this? But by the way, the temple looks to have some sort of un, uh, room below it underground. Yeah, that's true. I've seen there's that. a there's a it's on like the side of a, a cliff or something, and right. you can see a, an underground room with a, a balcony of sorts hanging out over the cliff. Oh boy. Well, now that brings up this whole stuff about this guy in Hawaii. Yeah, are you guys familiar with that? No, which what's that story? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, I, I mean, I've seen some mentions of Hawaii as the place supposedly some of these uh, children have been dumped, their bodies, but oh, I don't seen know that. anything and more that. And also that. in the Podesta email, somebody sent something to Podesta saying, I really enjoyed the hot dog stand in Hawaii, which yes. uh, I've also got the information that there are almost no hot dog stands in Hawaii. If there's even one, they don't really... It's not a food choice of uh, Hawaiians is to have hot dogs. Okay, they, they tr- actually, I, actually, I think the email said uh, it was in future tense. Like, uh, I'm looking forward to enjoying your hot dog stand in Hawaii. So I think it's something where Podesta is going to be doing some sort of child trafficking in Hawaii. Okay, that's what me, I took out of it. Let me fill you guys in. It says I'm dreaming of that hot dog stand in, in Hawaii. I'm dreaming of it. Okay. Now, okay. yeah, now, listen, a lot of guys have done a lot of work on this, and, and it's, it, it really gets out there is the problem, okay? But it really, it really gets out there getting weird. They traced it down to this guy in Hawaii who has a, um, uh, a what do you call it, a, a distillery. He makes a moonshine, and he sells it from a, his place in Hawaii. Now, this guy also has another business where he sells these used, junky hard drives on eBay. But uh, he's got all these rave reviews this is the greatest guy oh, did the, oh i'm so happy with quick purchase and all this stuff like that about <laughs> his we're selling you know garbage hard drives so that's a little suspicious now the property where this guy's distillery is located is owned and there's a mansion right next door of a charity in hawaii where the owners of or someone who worked for this charity or the, or the charity is responsible for molesting 25 kids as a lawsuit now, there's a slab of cement on this guy's property, and someone's been there, and there's Wi-Fi signal coming up from under this slab of cement. Next door at this mansion, 
they have they found a broken up pieces of fiberglass like rock face and rock wall like fake rocks uh, who knows what that's how that applies to all this like a fake room or you know who knows what this guy has a, a a secret website you can't get in it's just and it has a mr potato head on it and then there's a connection too to Obama posing with a, a picture of a Mr. Potato Head and Hillary posing with a picture of Mr. Potato Head. And this guy's name pops up in all this mess too. I know and, I, and this, this, I know that gets really weird and out there. It's kind of an extension and a lot of people are questioning it, you know, but uh, <laughs> what what does the Mr. Potato Head represent? I don't know. What what do you think? I don't know. What what island is it on? And I I don't have it in front of me. I guess we could try and find it while we're talking about it. You know, there was a weird comment that uh, Trump made in uh, what what speech was it? It was one uh, recent one where he and Hillary went to together some sort of uh, uh, what do I want to say? Uh, some sort of charity event, like a, a fun event. Do you know what I'm talking about? But it, anyway, uh, a bunch of big big wigs were there, and he made some sort of comment about. God, I wish I knew the words of it, but it came off to to me to to he was referring to Hillary and he said something like, uh, "You're responsible for God." I wish I knew the words. Sending a lot of people to Hawaii or something like that. I forget the exact words, but it was very very curious uh, statement that he made. And then all these WikiLeaks things come out, and there's some ties to Hawaii. So it makes me think that maybe uh, there's, I don't know, dead bodies being dropped off there of the kids or something? I just don't know. Okay, we'll be right back. We're discussing Pizzagate. We're with uh, Richard Haskell and William Ramsey. We'll be right back after these messages. Okay, welcome back to the Opperman Report. I'm your host, private investigator, Ed Opperman. Uh, and we're here today with uh, William Ramsey and Richard, Kurt Richard Haskell. Uh, and we're talking about this uh, in, in, insane case, this insane story uh, with John Podesta, the Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, and some of his friends in, in this pizza place where there's all... By the way, that pizza place, too, has an after-school program. Where, where, oh, no. Yes. It's, no. It, it's insane. This whole thing is insane. And and I, I don't know if I mentioned to you guys uh, before about how that yeah I did mention about the connection to the the um, uh, adoption agency and I got to apologize both to to the guests and to the audience because I, I got to tell you I'm flustered and I'm I'm uh, shook up by all this stuff that's going on here I I, 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 I cannot believe the extent that we're looking at here and and I want to turn it off and not believe it. Yeah, it's incredible that, you know, just another thing that I missed from the first hour is that the motif of Comet Ping Pong is two ping pong paddles being kind of put together. But it matches the same motif of another uh, pr like pro child uh, pedophilia symbol of these two hearts. So it's very similar. If you put them side to side, you'd see the similarity. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and that's probably why the ping pong is there to to attract the young kids. By the way, in the uh, WikiLeaks emails, I don't know if you saw this, there was an email where uh, John Podesta is joking about an emblem for a, a fundraiser for a Hillary pizza party. And they designed this emblem uh, 
which is two slices of pizza with uh, dominoes on top of the pizza, which is very disturbing. And then Podesta says, oh, we've got to make sure this doesn't get out to the public. So even, you know, even then they're joking about, of course, dominatrix uh, being the same as dominoes and cheese pizza being young girls. So very disturbing. And in Elephantis' Instagram, there's these weird pictures of like pizza being put on naked bodies and people, pizza, just a lot of this pizza motif or symbolism is, is within and throughout his Instagram. And I've noticed like other things, like I, now that I've, I've, I know what the pizza represents, you see strange things like Macaulay Culkin's band is called the Pizza Underground and... There was something to Blasio was reading something about a pizza party to a bunch of little kids. And even in, in like this film and somebody sent me something about the film Enchanted. There's a sequence in there where there is these these the main characters are eating pizza and they literally take the pizza and chuck it into a pizza oven that's shaped like a demon. It's incredible. Are you guys familiar with this woman, uh, a photographer? I sent you some stuff on it, uh, William. Katie Grannon. Grandin, yeah, yeah. I looked through. I'm not. Stuff. Okay. No, I'm not. Somehow she took a portrait of Obama, but also too, she does these. Um, uh, she's known. Oh yeah, the, her her photos, her photographs, her photography art was in Podesta's home, and people when they saw it, they were shocked, because a great deal of it is, and and, and her name is K A T Y, and then it's G R A N N A N. And you get the best images if you put that in Google Images and you look at it there because they don't go to her website. She has good stuff, on, good stuff. She has weird stuff on her website too. But the really weird stuff is on Google Images. And she became famous because what she would do is she would put an ad in the back of the newspaper and say, do you want to be a model? And then she would show up at their home and take pictures of them. And most of them were these young teenage girls half-dressed in their bedroom all alone where their parents weren't home. And there's a whole bizarre interview with her about how she would do this where they were vulnerable. And now she does, she takes pictures with people where she takes them out into a field or a beach where they're the only ones there. And she says anything could happen. A serial killer could come and kill them. It's the most bizarre. Oh, that's incredible. This is incredible. <clears throat> yeah, there's a, oh man. Just one more thing about the pizza. There's like a card within um, the Illuminati card game, which references uh, uh, Robert Wilson's Illuminati trilogy, which has a slice of pizza for the secret. It's, the, the, the slice of thing is, is a slice of pizza for the secret meeting. And probably people never knew what that imagery meant, but it's about blackmail. You know, if the slice of pizza is a young girl and then there's a secret meeting for blackmail, it's incredible. Now, has that been confirmed that's actually in the Illuminati card game? I, conf- I confirmed it. Oh, brother. Are you familiar with that, uh, Richard? Not that specific card. I'm familiar with the card game. Right. I, I didn't know there was a pizza-related card in that game. I haven't seen anything on that. The I'll, pi- put it in, I'll put it into the chat right here. The pizza has a microphone in it. The slice of pizza has a microphone in it. And a little like a satellite dish coming out of it. Uh, no... Uh, what, yeah, what, it's incredible. What, yeah, there's something too about Pepe the Frog. What's that about? Pepe is just a dank meme. I'm told that. Yeah, I'm told by a, a, a Josh Brookshire that that's a, there's an occult significance to Pepe, and there's also. Well, I think it's a god. I think it's the Egyptian god of chaos, right? But I mean, I don't know. It's like a meme that people just 
bandied about. You know, they turned Trump into him, but I don't know if it has any specific relevance or meaning in relation to this case. I'm not sure. I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah, it is for many reasons. But also, too, uh, uh, Josh Bookshaw was talking about it in chat last night when I was talking about this. He has a whole thing on it. Listen, all the occult stuff is beyond me, you know? Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm not educated in that kind of stuff. Uh, The way you guys Well, bringing up the occult, I mean, there's an interesting um, uh, email from Podesta on, I think it was January 31st. It was, they were going to do something at that night. Well, that was a, what's known as like a double moon. The moon is full again on one month and from what i read that means like the magic is more powerful if you conduct it on that second moon of any month uh, richard what do you know about uh, there was something too about minerva uh, hillary saying minerva approves and they were talking about bohemian grove uh, violating bohemian grove secrecy did you see that no was that in the wikileaks emails too yeah i, I didn't see anything about bohemian grove at all well both Minerva's from, that's one of the things associated with Bohemian Grove, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and I think it said too, Bohemian Grove secrecy. That the, 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 Does this violate the rules of secrecy for Bohemian Grove? I'm pretty sure. Who knows, man? Maybe I'm, I'm just, my mind is getting away with me now. But are you familiar <laughs> with that? Because <laughs> I'm really shook up. Now, are you familiar with that, Wayne? Uh, the Minerva God? I know that the Bohemian Grove has tons of statuary. I can't say I've ever been there, but I know that People have talked about all kinds of statue. Perhaps they have a statue of Minerva. I know they have a statue of St. John of Nepomuk making the sign of silence. They dragged that guy in from the downtown Bohemian Club to the Bohemian Grove every year. And then they, they actually put everybody in front of him and say, keep your mouth shut about what happens here. So that's all. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I did a find in the page here. I can't find Minerva. Uh, but, uh, okay, let's see what else is coming. Oh, now, what about the stuff about Laura Sibley? Did you guys see that? Sillsby. Sillsby. Yeah. 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 That has to do with Haiti. Yeah, go ahead. Well, from what what I know, she was involved in some sort of uh, charitable cause for helping orphans. And uh, she went to Haiti. I believe it was after the, the earthquake they had there. And uh, said she was bringing some of the orphans from the earthquake back to the U.S. And I believe it was 33 kids. And she, she was arrested because none of the kids were orphans. And this Laura Silsby, and I believe 12 people that were with her, I think, were also arrested. Yeah. And uh, charged, I think they were charged with child trafficking. But um, this is a person that has ties to Hillary Clinton. There are quite a few emails where Huma Abedin is sending emails to Hillary that discusses Laura Silsby. So this was a person of great interest to them. And I believe, I believe Bill Clinton flew to Haiti to try and straighten this out. And uh, I think all her helpers, and maybe she was released too. I, I don't know exactly. But there were... Uh, no, no, no. There were emails. There were emails in the the Clinton emails about you know what's it going to cost to transport these children from Haiti. So they were talking about. They were actually mentioning a hundred. So they were talking about what it would cost to bring a hundred children over yeah. from Haiti, and clearly they were not orphans. Right. There were some of them had parents. Yeah, they were not. All, all of them. I, th- yeah, I think all of, all of them did. Yeah. 
Now, oh boy, a couple of things. Silsby, the attorney that represented her, is a convicted sex offender. Right, that's correct. I okay. You know, and, and uh, it wasn't Bill didn't fly down to get her, although Hillary definitely did get her out. They, they, the Clintons got her off the hook. And there's all this stuff here about how Huma was uh, forwarding any kind of news article about this. Anything about this was constantly being forwarded to, directly to Hillary about this uh, little uh, orphanage thing this woman was trying to start that originally was going to be started in the Dominican Republic, but they kicked her out of there because she never filled out the paperwork. And then she shows up in, in, a, in Haiti during an earthquake to, to, to start an orphanage and pick up kids. But you're thinking about Bill Clinton flew to pick up those two Asian women that were okay, uh, yeah, yeah. in China. Tell that story. Yeah, they were, it was in North Korea, I think, actually. Oh, it could have been. They yeah. were they were supposedly there, two Asian women. They said they were there to investigate child trafficking uh but they were arrested and they're arrested i think they're arrested with a little girl with them um i i think they were charged with child trafficking there are pictures of the two of them with a two-year-old girl and podesta even comments on it there there three of them are eating pizza together and podesta says that's one great looking pizza and obviously he's not referring to the food but uh Bill Clinton went there and and got them released. Amazing, you know. Went to North Korea and got them released. Right. So you know you have to ask why, and what happened to that girl. You know, and were these people working with the Clintons to bring children back? I I don't know. It sure begs the question, though. Now there's another email too that talks about a pool party and three children that will be there to provide entertainment. Yeah, that was uh, the the Lozado family or something sending something to um, Podesta saying that, uh, I mean, it's Bonnie will be Uber service to transport Ruby, Emerson, and Maeve Luzado, 11, 9, and almost 7. So you'll have some further entertainment, and they will be in that pool for sure. Really super creepy. Just incredible. Right. There's actually you know a picture what, of them, yeah. Well, you know what I take out of that is what... Oh, First of all, why are you sending these three kids by Uber, not with an adult, to a stranger's house? But why are you listing their ages? Why is that important? You know, it's kind of kind of bizarre, too. Just very, very creepy. Very creepy. And Luzado is uh, Senior Vice President for <laughs> Government Relations at the Pew Charitable Trust. It's just, it's remarkable. By the way, you know those names of those kids? Those aren't real names. Those are the names of the three kids of Xena, the warrior princess. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so those are fake really? names. Yeah, I those didn't are, know that either. Those are fake names, guys. You know? Even more bizarre. It's and, so you know, creepy. it's also bizarre that they're going there for entertainment. Really? Well, isn't there something that says... Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Did we plan to heat the pool so a swim is a possibility, as if that was something... You know, they would want to see. And it's in Lovettsville, which is, I think I remember Lovettsville is either in, up in Virginia or Maryland. Is there anything I'm forgetting, you guys, that's really important here we need to cover? Yeah, I want, I, there's one email I wanted to mention. Yeah. Where Herbert Sandler, it's an email from Herbert Sandler to John Podesta. Herbert Sandler was a, a very large banker. He had a bank uh, in the West Coast, billionaire guy. Uh, he's retired. His wife passed away a few years ago. Now he's uh, supposedly a ph philanthropist with a, a 
charitable organization. But anyway, he sends this email to John Podesta saying, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but something along the lines of, oh, I got a different shaped box today. I was expecting some different pastas from you, but instead when I opened it, I was pleasantly surprised to see a variety of cheeses. Uh, I can't wait for my kids and grandkids to get here to tear them up. And of course, pastas, we know, mean little boys. Cheeses mean little girls. So it's very disturbing when you put that in the context of this email that John Podesta is shipping, shipping little girls to Herbert Sandler. And of course, Herbert Sandler donates millions of dollars to the Hillary campaign. So is is I have the question: Is this? Uh, I hate to say pay for play, but is that what this is here? Pay for play with minors, with little kids? Looks like it to me. That's interesting. And and Trump was very careful about using that phrase too: pay for play. You know, like a. There, by the way, that's not the only email here from Herbert Sandler. There are quite a few of him. Uh, between him and Podesta that discuss things in code, you know, referring to pedophilia or child trafficking. Seems like a really sick, perverted guy. If you look, if you look at the picture of the guy, uh, it's very creepy. You, he would be the picture, you know, of a, a pedophile if you looked it up in the dictionary. I got the same picture. I got the same feeling. I looked up his picture, and I got the same feeling. Yeah. Was pedophile. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I know that Podesta is not shipping actual cheeses to San Francisco, you know, or pastas. He was expecting pastas. I mean, come on. He's not shipping those things from Washington to San Francisco. Uh, And there's another, by the way, there's another email. I I forget who it's from. It's not Herbert Sandler, though, where they say... uh, uh, I can't make it to your party tonight. The weather is bad. The roads are bad or something. I'm going to have to settle for the pasta that you gave me on Christmas. And the, this was in March. So, you know, people aren't eating three-month-old pasta. I'm sorry. They're referring to something else. So that begs the question, uh, are they holding little boys captive for three months in their home? Very, very disturbing. Oh, wait a second. Podesta has a room, a, 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 a room built under his house. They dug something out there, and there's a room down there. And supposedly, it's so that they could uh, do uh, 3D video art projections on all four walls. At this, they're very complicated art uh, productions, you know. But but he's got a room down there, uh, like a. That's true. I read that uh, article. That he and his not wife surprised. Like to, yeah, not surprised yeah, at all. like to have a downstairs room. So all these guys have like weird torture chamber rooms. The one at uh, Comet Ping Pong, Podesta. It's very sick. Right. It, it seems to be they're centered around Washington and San Francisco, uh, these guys. I don't know why, uh, but they all seem to be in those two areas. The, the other guy in San Francisco being Jim Steyer, who is – some sort of child advocate, supposedly. You know, all these people have careers that are related to supposedly helping children or orphans or something. It's all a big cover. Well, what's fascinating? But he, he about sends that? an email. No, go ahead, please. He sends an email to Podesta where the subject line he he says uh, it's very short. It says sauce s a u c e 
question mark ing. So what I took out of that is he's not referring to cooking here. There's a question mark ing. So it's a cover, um, so, a sauce meaning uh, in their lingual an orgy. So he's talking about an orgy to Podesta here in code language. Very, very sick. And this is a guy that's married with four kids. What do you make of uh, a walnut sauce? I was told walnut? that... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, please continue. Go for it. Okay. Walnut means uh, African-American and sauce means orgy. So the two together would be some sort of uh, African-American orgy. I, I would guess referring to minors. That's what it means. Oh, that's what I heard exactly as well. Okay. And just to kind of follow up on a point, there was on Alephantis's Instagram, there's actually an attorney from the uh, government in D.C. who actually looks over um, child trafficking who was following up on Al somebody who stated something about a – a uh, certain sexual position. And he said, yes, yeah, so this guy who is an attorney is clearly another cover-up agent. It's incredible. I don't want to mention his name, but I'll send it to you. He was appointed by Clinton, by well, the way. You, you know what else I notice is they seem to be putting people in positions of power that will cover for them. You yeah, know, Clinton's had point. some excellent. doing with getting the uh, lead, leader of Haiti elected. And something else I noticed was the... Uh, the Attorney General for California, Kamala Harris, is from San Francisco, where this pedophile ring uh, is also big. Uh, she was uh, she was formerly a district attorney in San Francisco, now Attorney General for the state of California. But her sister, Maya, uh, in the emails, is uh, noted to be an attendee of some of John Podesta's pizza parties. So just very, very interesting stuff there that, you know, if somehow this gets exposed in California, what they're doing. Well, the fallback is Kamala Harris just happens to be the attorney general there, and her sister is involved with some of Podesta's parties. You know, I don't know if you guys are aware of the significance, the connections, the power that the Clintons have over Haiti. Uh, the, the, if you, I, I did a couple of shows, one with Alice Backer, who's an attorney from Haiti, and another one with Charles Ortel, who investigated the Clinton Foundation, which, by the way, the Clinton Foundation is a total scam. It's not even registered correctly. It's, it's a big mess. But... The, the Clintons control all of the donation money that comes to Haiti has to go through a foundation called the IHRC. Hillary Rodham Clinton, <laughs> but it's like the whatever has some other Hurricane Relief Commission, whatever. But you know, it has a different name, but it's the same initials. All the money passes through that. That the Clinton, Bill Clinton's on the board of that, and they control that. Hillary's brother uh, owns a mine, a mining company in Haiti. And they've been controlling Haiti for a long, long time, even before they overthrew the, the president over there, because they used to have to buy – Haiti, they passed laws in Haiti where they couldn't uh, grow their own rice and they had to buy rice from Arkansas. And then something about – there was a goat there that they had to – they exterminated the goats and they had to buy the goat meat from America. It, it, it's in, they totally control Haiti, and God only knows what they're doing down there. It looks like a wasteland. Haiti looks yeah. like somebody set off an EMP bomb on top of it. And it looks like it's from the 1950s. It's incredible. The recent pictures are off the charts. Nothing's been done there. I had friends from my church that went down there like two years ago. Nothing's been done there since the earthquake. Nothing's been done. When, yeah, when you, I, you, go ahead. I heard that Clinton's uh, collected some huge amount in their 
fundraising for uh, relief to Haiti, and Haiti only received something like uh, was it a thousand dollars, I think, or ten thousand out of some millions and millions and millions that were collected. I think it was in That's the outrageous. Billions. I think it was in the billions. Yeah. Billions even. Okay, billions. Outrageous. Also, there's the story that after the the earthquake, fifteen kids there disappeared out of a hospital right after the earthquake and were never found. So I, I think that's pretty interesting in light of the uh, Laura Silsby event. Yeah, and this Katie, uh, Katie uh, Granin, she has an interest too in young black children as well, taking pictures with photographs of them. What do you guys know about this guy, Pizza Packet? And, uh, nothing. Nothing. How about you, uh, uh, I, I never heard of it. That's a guy, Pizza Packet. No, that's the company. The, the guy that owns a company. Oh. He, he's connected. To, his name is uh, Joel Zev Drizzen. Uh, he's connected up with this uh, uh, a lot of stuff, man. He's a Hasidic Jewish guy, and he's connected up with this um, orphanage as well, uh, the adoption agency. I'm man. I'm sorry. And there's no address where they're manufacturing. He sells pizza packets, and, and pizza places order these little pizza packets of the spices, you know, to put on top of the pizzas. There's no doubt about that. But there's no address for it. No one knows where he's manufacturing these pizza packets from. He's got an address in Florida, and he's got an address in Brooklyn. Uh, post office boxes. I haven't looked into it myself, but other people have done it. And I'm assuming that their work is enough, that the um, quality is enough, uh, enough. One of the addresses they trace back to this guy is in Florida. And it's a house, a little house, tiny little house with bars on every window and every door around the entire place as one of his addresses. And they got pictures of this guy, too. He's at some really fancy party with all these uh, the Hasidic people. He's not a poor guy. So what he's doing with this property, I don't know. What do you think his connection is to this whole uh, this whole situation? He's one of the owners he's of, of this stuff. He, he comes up... Uh, so he comes up in connection to not just oh no no it gets it's better ping pong or what Podesta said to donate money to his to, uh, donate money in the ping pong pizza even was eight okay what is this okay um, Itchy Gross is friends with the Drizden family but I don't believe Joel as on the Facebook the person Podesta said to donate the money in the Comet ping pong pizza email was Jay Z Drizden which is this guy uh, his latest retweet was from Pizza Packet. And then if uh, uh, yeah, they worked, uh, the article mentions Joel Dresden and this lady worked for him. Sheila Jafari worked for Pizza Packet. So one of his people worked for Pizza Packet. Yeah, oh, yeah, his picture, too, immediately on Instagram was unfollowed by Angel of Love Adoption Agency, too. And by the way, too, there's a whole story. If you Google Angel of Love Adoption Agency, there's a whole story about how this adoption agency took a woman's child. Uh, this woman, uh, you know, she was interested in, in putting up her child for adoption, but at the end, they told her, if you don't give us this kid, we're going to call the police, and they made her sign a piece of paper in a parking lot and took the kid. And as, well, now they're out of business, too, by the way, too, but they're associated with another uh, adoption agency that, that's the same name. Almost. Yeah, but uh, the, yeah, it's, it's too much for me to read now on the air while we're live, uh, but, but it's, a, it's a ton of weirds, and they're connected with Haiti, too. Well, I think that they're going to follow these these tendrils that come off of Alephantis and Comet Ping Pong, and they're going to find other creepy oddballs all over the country, if not the world, who are involved in this underground stuff. No question. Oh, I agree, and I think it's going to be a lot of the elites, a lot of very powerful people. 
I agree. And they're or they're front people, you know, people who are their fronts. I think that what's really scary about Podesta and their family is who are their, you know, the brothers is who else are they fronting for? Yeah. Well, yeah, well they, yeah, they, they are uh, lobbyists for a slew of companies, both of them. Agreed. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think uh, the Tony Podesta was like big, big time, like Bank of America. And I remember when I was in D.C. reading about some of these lobbyists, they don't just do lobbying. A lot of these guys have off-book uh, associations, you know. I think that the lobbying is is really a nice placeholder, but a lot of them are fixers, too. Yeah, Walmart, too, he's connected with. Um, anything we're leaving out there, Richard? What do you guys think about the connection to the metal and McCann disappearance? Do you think there's anything there? You know what? That was one of the first questions I had written down when I was getting ready, to, uh, thinking about this, because that is just so freaking bizarre. Because the pictures are identical. Right. It just uh, for the listeners, you know, Madeline McCann disappeared. What was it? May third, two thousand and seven. And if you look at the WikiLeaks emails of John Podesta, they start in I, I think October. 2006, but then there's a gap. There are no emails until May 4th, 2007, which would have been the day after Madeline McCann disappeared. So it looks like that maybe he erased a big chunk of them. And uh, the, the sketch of two of the people that are wanted for the disappearance of Madeline McCann look almost identical to John Podesta and Tony Podesta. Um, so, you know, I, I was looking for a connection. She disappeared in Portugal. I was looking to see if there was any connection of them to Portugal. I wasn't able to find it. I did find a picture of John Podesta in Washington on May 2nd, the day before. Um, and there's an email, a later email that talked about how he, he was traveling that week, the week of the disappearance. It didn't say where, though. But I, I think it's pretty interesting. I, I don't know what to make of it, uh, but I, I can't I can't rule it out, knowing that what we know about them now, that they're involved in this pedophilia, satanic rituals, and child trafficking. It's just something interesting that I have to say I don't know at this point. Now, in, in the regular uh, groups that are always investigating and talking about the McCann case, there is another well-known billionaire pedophile whose name comes up in that case, isn't there? Um, I don't know enough about it. Yeah, me neither. That's the problem. And and what I heard is whenever people from this uh, Pizzagate try and enter those groups and talk about it, everyone's, they don't want to talk about it at all. They don't even want to, because everyone likes to blame the McCann's parents, you know, like all these groups uh, who who are researching and discussing that. Right. Well, that would be a convenient cover. Just blame the parents. One of the chatters is saying that Podesta has been to Portugal. And did you guys confirm that, either one of you? I didn't, I didn't find it. I looked, but I did not confirm. I know he was in Switzerland close to the time that McCann disappeared. There is an email saying he was in Portugal, but it, it's in 2014, the email. And Madeline the, McCann disappeared in 2007, so it's seven years later. That's interesting. I haven't been able to find anything tying him to Portugal on May 3rd, 2007. 
because and someone's saying too that he erased his Gmail account in 2007. Hey, but what do you know about Scotland? Uh, 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 Podesta going to Scotland or emailing about Scotland? Scotland? Yeah, nothing. Scotland. nothing. I didn't see that at all. Okay. All right. Oh, brother. This is such crazy stuff, man. Um, you guys know anything about Justin Cooper, that story, that angle? No. No. Okay, it's also it's on this other site too. By the way, this is interesting too. A lot of the stuff I'm, I'm getting is from this uh, website called pedocrats.com. P-E-D-O-C-R-A-T-S.com. Now I found this site uh, yesterday when I was um, googling for. Uh, uh, I put in spirit cooking, and it's one of the first sites that came up. And today, when I, I says, "Okay, let me find this and, and bookmark it for the show," and I went back looking for this. This thing's totally off the off the. You can't find this thing in a search engine at all anymore. I just found it two days ago, <laughs> yesterday I think it was, and today it's gone. Yeah, I had to go back and actually find it through my uh, and my what do you call my uh, history <laughs> to find it. So there's a lot of uh, uh, deleting and covering up and, and, and that's a massive these... cover up. Ed. There's yeah, a, there's a massive. And not only it's not just a taking websites off of the internet. There are now shills and people to take oppositional points to confuse things that are out there they're joining all of these threads on 4chan and um you know uh reddit they're all out they're out there they're out there in force no this, you know an, an, another thing we haven't mentioned is the the franklin scandal from the 80s i don't know are you too familiar with that oh yeah very I mean, I have to ask, is what we're seeing now just a continuation of that? It never ended, you know, involving many high-up elites. Seems to me that it very well could be. Well, yeah. Seems to be the same phenomenon. I don't know if there's any uh, physical or relational, you know, connection between these people and Franklin, but it seems like the same type of phenomenon to me. Right. My, my thinking is along the lines, because the Franklin scandal... Uh, there was talk about some of these pedophilia events occurring in the White House. And my thinking is that this is a, it's just an event that is centered around Washington, and it's just been continued all these years. You know, whether it's exactly the same people from then or not, I don't know. That was a long time ago, but I would think it's the same group that has morphed into this Comet Pizza group now. As, as Podesta likes to say, uh, our gang. That's what they're called, our gang, similar to Little Rascals. Interesting. So, um, or Merta, our thing. What is it, the Cosa Nostra? Is it Cosa Nostra? <laughs> right. There's no such thing as my our, our little thing. I think <laughs> right, that's La, Cosa, La Cosa Nostra. Our, our little thing, something like yep. that it means. Yep. Yeah, yep. similar. You, you know, when I interviewed Henry Vincent, uh, who wrote the book Confessions of a DC Madam along with uh, Nick Bryant, uh, and he was the homosexual madam who was providing homosexual call boys to the, and he, he he names people in the media, big names, man, were were, were his clients. Okay, Get, getting uh, he he says he never supplied any little boys, but he supplied young young escorts. And Craig Spence, I think the name is another guy's name was Spence, who was CIA. Who was doing all this this videoing and the blackmailing? He, he and Larry King was there and knows Henry Vincent. Um, when they blackmailed Henry Vincent to start doing this for them, it was Craig Spence. They took him to an apartment. He says, "Well, tell us everything you're doing." 
And then Craig Spence showed them that they had this room with all this video equipment. They had them on video. Craig Spence's bodyguards were all Secret Service agents. All these guys were Secret Service. They were running bodyguards for this guy. So it, it goes up to the highest levels uh, ever since, it seems. And But it seems now that it's getting much more organized with tunnels, subway tunnels, that they're buying businesses and renting stores over tunnel networks. And whatever's going on over there in Hawaii with this guy with a Wi-Fi signal coming out of a slab of concrete in some guy's backyard, it's just too bizarre. Yeah, and Spence ended up dead. I mean, he died mysteriously or died in a he supposedly committed suicide but i think he died in a hotel so. right right something like that so yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if any of these people we're talking about ended up dead in the next month well the guy from the clinton foundation is in hiding he took off was it what was his name um but he's in his braverman? braverman right yeah. Braverman, yeah. Oh. well the other one uh, another one ended up dead seth rich right right yeah. And then there's Sean Lucas, who uh, the, was the process server, uh, who was suing the DNC, and, and he wound up dead, too, in his apartment. They just came out. I was in touch with his friends. And, you know, Nico House is, is, was behind, is behind that lawsuit. He's one of my hosts. And uh, what do you call it? I talked to the guy, uh, uh, Sean Lucas's friend, and he told me that uh, the guy wasn't using any kind of drugs. The guy was in great shape. He wasn't depressed or anything like that. And then just this, this week, as a matter of fact, the D.C. Uh, medical examiner came out and said he had all these opiates in his uh, system, different kinds of opiates all over the place. So I haven't been able to get back in touch with the guy to confirm it for me or deny it, but uh, that's how we left off with that. Uh, what is with well, you? you know, Go ahead. Just one more thing, Ed. The Mirror UK came to the United States, went to D.C. to discount rumors that Seth Rich you know, uh, was murdered, but they said they found out from their investigation that he was missing for about an hour and a half. They traced him through these various bars, but from the time he was shot, from the time he left the last bar, there was two missing hours. We got a question here from the chat room. Does WikiLeaks mention Kissinger? Mm, not that I've seen. Not that I've seen. Hey, you know what's interesting? I, I don't know if I told you guys this if you listened to my show. Uh, but uh, now, someone in the, in the chat room is mentioning how this all confirms Kathy O'Brien's story. And, uh, you know, I got a call from a guy. It was, right, it was October 9th, uh, right before the, uh, one of the debates, two hours before the debates. And I got a call from a guy I know who had just gotten off the phone with Roger Stone. And they wanted Kathy. They, they contacted me because they wanted Kathy O'Brien's phone number and contact information. Now, Interesting. Yeah, right. And, and you know, all the people he had on there that day was all uh, Paula Jones and Juanita Broderick and uh, 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 Kathleen Willey, all the people we've been interviewing, you know? Right. So that was, uh, now, now, why would Trump, and I thought, gee whiz, why the hell would Trump want Kathy O'Brien? Are they crazy? Because I didn't believe Kathy O'Brien. I interviewed her. I didn't take her for real. Um, but now when you look at this. It's like they were trying to investigate all this stuff all along. Interesting. It is interesting. I wonder yeah. what the hell is going on here. You know, you know what else is kind of interesting? The comment Trump made in 2015 about uh, uh, had something to do with Wiener, about Wiener going to have a say in the final election or something. It was a very strange comment considering what we know now. Uh, so what, you know, who is leaking things to Trump? NYPD, he's, he's got juice up the balls with, with NYPD, Trump does. And, and Giuliani's got juice with NYPD and the Department of Justice and the New York FBI. 
Forget it. Right. They, they're, they're, but they, it just it just shows that this uh, nonsense about Wiener's computer being found recently is garbage propaganda. That this was known in 2015. Wait, one one more time. I missed that. What was that? Uh, you know, we're told that Wiener's uh, computer was just recently found, and all these things were found on his computer, what, uh, a month ago or so? Right. I, very recently. But Trump was referencing it a year ago. Hmm, that's interesting. So obviously he, he knew something back then, and we're not being told the truth about when this laptop was found. That's interesting. Sure. Oh, brother. What are we going to do? we got to get out of the country. This <laughs> is crazy, man. But yeah, I already made it out of the country. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. I forgot. Anyway. Yeah. You, know what's, you know what's really interesting about this, though? Nobody yeah. seems to want to pay attention to it. I, I don't know why. You, you would think this would be a huge, huge story. But even people that are aware of these sort of things that are going on, truthers, alternative media. They don't want to touch this. It's it's kind of weird. Okay. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, I think. Yeah, you know, I just got – I, I was pitching myself around last week to talk about all the Wienergate stuff and that stuff about, the, you know, Trump calling me up. Uh, and uh, they all said we don't want to touch anything with pedophilia, you know. So there is something to that. They, they, people don't want to touch that at all. Um I'm getting a message from the chat room now that they're saying that Trump mentioned Hawaii at the Al Smith dinner. Yes, that's what I was talking wow. about. I, I couldn't me- remember the exact quote, though. But it had, it had something to do with Hillary sending a lot of people to Hawaii or something something along those lines. It was a that's joke. Cool. Kissinger, wasn't... Was, Kissinger was at that uh, yeah. Al Smith dinner. He was in the back looking like he's on his fourth or fifth liver or something like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but it, it was something along those lines, which I thought it was a weird comment at the time. I'll have to go back um, and look at that. Then now it, it puts it in different context because he was hosting yeah. her big time. Yes, <laughs> big time, big time ripping into her. Yeah, yeah, and wait, and uh, he, and someone made he made a comment about a lot of these people are, are in this room are my friends, and you introduced your kids to me. You introduce your families and you introduce your kids, and someone yelled out, ha! <laughs> when, yeah. he, when he said about it, introducing kids to him, you know? Yeah. And that's what that's all that's. Right. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, man. There's something yeah, they're, going they're on with all this. Different levels, man. They're, they're playing this thing, making statements on different levels, no question. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff here we're missing that's getting right by us. Well, they're starting to go back. I mean, if you look at the uh, Podesta emails, people walked back the, the words and went back through the. Uh, Stratford emails and said, whoa, there's other stuff here. So I think that'll be uh, a process that'll take place. This episode is brought to you by the Times Podcast. Waking up to the news can be, well, stressful. That's why the Times is a different kind of news podcast. Join host Gustavo Arellano along with a diverse set of reporters from the award-winning LA Times newsroom for the most essential stories three times a week. We'll cover the big stuff like politics and climate change, but balance it out with our favorite human interest stories of the day. Listen and follow on Spotify. Are you seeking your bachelor's or master's degree online? At Northwest University, we offer career-focused programs that are 100% online, are nationally recognized for excellence, and where Jesus is still first. 
Unlike larger online universities, Northwest is a private, non-profit Christian university that is focused on your success. See what a difference Northwest University can make to your online academic experience. Find out more at northwestu.edu forward slash online. For the next two, three months, about what did we miss prior to the election? What were they saying to those in the know that, uh, you know, the general public didn't understand? What have you heard about? There was something going on on 4chan about one of the locals down there who was in the chat room said, hey, I'm going to go there and bring a rabbit with me. Because there's something about, especially in these photographs with this Katie Brandon and stuff like that, where people are holding little rabbits and stuff and, and little kittens and things like that. And this guy turned up missing. Did you guys hear, hear about anything about that? I did not. Mm, no, I did not either. Because there's a lot of disinfo, too, that's being posted in these uh, in Reddit and 4chan and all this kind of crap. Yes, that's true. Yeah, there. I mean, there's people coming out and creating fake emails. I'm not talking about WikiLeaks, but yeah. there, was, there was one I remember uh, where it was fake, but John Podesta said Hillary smelled like cabbage and uh, old farts and something else. But, you know, it was, I laughed at it, but then I searched for it in WikiLeaks and it wasn't there. You know, kind of disinfo. Same thing happened to me. Yeah, well, if you notice, too, um, th- there was all these, all, you know, all those fake hoax news article stuff that was uh, before the election, and just and there was a massive dump of them all over the place. And there was always a lot of them saying, Anonymous about to announce this, WikiLeaks about to announce that, or WikiLeaks proves and said this, Anonymous says that. And there were all this hoax stuff, and it all stopped the day of the election. It, all, it stopped like a switch, and it's been pretty quiet uh, since then. Uh, the only thing you really see now is... Um, these memes about the protests and stuff like that, and articles about the protests and things, but the, uh, I don't you, you know what? You yeah. know what was kind of interesting is uh, the day it's two days before the election, where the Hillary campaign came out and said that uh, you know if you if some big news is released by WikiLeaks in the next two days, just ignore it; it's fake. Which I thought was kind of interesting, which tells me the Clinton campaign was expecting some sort of bombshell to be dropped, but it never was. So I, I don't really know what to make out of that. They must know the information is out there, pictures or videos, what have you. Um, but for whatever reason, nobody released it. And, and, and Trump was saying, too, uh, that, oh, boy, uh, and this Podesta said nasty things about uh, Hillary. You know, like, like there was a lot of hinting going on back and forth, you know? Yeah, I mean, they would say things like, uh, you know, she's out of touch, or she never, ha- it never has a good, um, good thought, and things like along those lines, kind of ripping on her. Her instincts are horrible. You know, she's comes off as fake. And, you know, they have all these different jabs at her. She's a bad politician. You know, it's one thing after another. Seems like they don't really like her very much. Yeah, but yet she had so much power, you know? Right. If you think of it, it's incredible that she lost. Right. Having all that money behind behind her, the federal government behind her, the media behind her, you know, being the great... first wo- woman to get that far, and she still can't win. See, this That's is a great what... point. I, I could have swore she was going to win. This... 95% chance. This is what I was saying last night. Trump is a deal maker. If he had this dirt on Hillary, and he had two choices. He could release it to the press, but everything that was being released to the press, no one did a damn thing. 
or he could contact Hillary and said, if you don't uh, throw it, because they can throw the election, all they have to do is hold back their get out the vote stuff and, and uh, you know, uh, and, and send people to the wrong locations, all kinds. They can throw, throw their own election. You know what I'm saying? Something happened that day that was uh, not right. There's no doubt about that. It wasn't just an accident. And it wasn't puppets behind the scenes pulling strings. And P Trump's a deal maker, man. He could pull this off. Because he's got Rudy behind him. He's got all these New York cops behind him. Uh, and he's Comey. They had some influence with Comey there, you know. Uh, maybe it's I'm... the art of the deal, right? Isn't that the title, <laughs> the title of his book? Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, William, you want to go down and live with uh, Costa Rica? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get out of here tonight, man. I love it. I would love, I, you know, I may end up there. You never know. I only, I only want to stay on the west side, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, the west. Yeah, that's where I live on the west side. What part? Where? Herodura. Herodura. Just outside Haco Beach. Yep, I love Haco. Haco's beautiful. What's the what's the what's the uh, uh, the park that's nearby there, just south of Haco? Manuel Antonio. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, beautiful, awesome country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was telling me he's yeah, got monkeys about, in his backyard. About an hour away from my house. Nice. Good for you, man. All right. Is there anything else that, that we haven't covered um, that you can think of or what we should be looking forward, uh, looking at uh, an area of investigation? We got a lot of people listening who love to look into this stuff. I mean, I would suggest to listeners to go to Reddit and look up Pizzagate. I think that's the most recent thread. There's also a very well worthwhile thread on the Trump. I can't remember the exact name of it, but those are both. Uh, places where people are actively doing research right now, and uh, you know that I think that looking into the connections to Alephantis and Comet Ping Pong is also a uh, another worthwhile way because I'm sure there are tendrils that reach out from all different angles. Yeah, I, I would think you have to have to start looking into some of these side players and go out from there, and you'll probably find more and more and more. You know, James Alephantis and Herbert Sandler, uh, Jim Steyer, and these sorts of people. I, I think if you start looking into them, you're going to find a, a whole web. Hey, there was one more thing, too, with the, with the Ping Pong Pizza website. They have a secured area, and uh, so they were talking about that. So, and some guys trying to hack into that, and they said it was impossible. It was too encrypted and insecure. They couldn't get in. Why does this pizza place have this secured password area to begin with? Good point. I heard that there was stenography... Uh put into some of the pictures so there were actual secret uh, underlying codes that you break through some of the pictures that are on pizza you know the ping pong comet or whatever comet ping pong yeah hidden. that would mean that there's a level of sophistication there that's underlying this kind of restaurant hidden encrypted files in the pizza jpg you know that's what they're talking about in the right. chat yeah hey. we only got about five this minutes new, this yeah. is the new franklin cover-up this is basically going to be something that people will remember or write down and 10, 20 years about, 20, 10, 20 years ago from now that, you know, people look back on it and say, man, this is incredible. Right. You know, I just wonder whether this is really going to be fully investigated or not. I don't see it at this point. You know, I was... Uh, or, you yeah. know, is this something where Trump's going to make this a priority or is this just going to get swept under the rug? I guess excellent the, question. Excellent question. Then we'll know if a deal was made or not, you know, because Rudy was saying that he was going to prosecute her, and he was he wasn't even laughing when, when they were talking about that at the Al Smith dinner. He was sitting there snarling. 
<laughs> you know, where did he get back? He's itching to get back behind the wheel, man, at the Department of Justice, right? For what reason? The guy's got more money than God. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say either. You know, it's uh, I've been really shook up by this this week, man. And we only got about four or five minutes left. What do you got coming up, Richard? Anything coming up in the future? Any uh, new stuff you're working on? Um, no, I'm not really working on anything right now. You know, I'm just kind of taking it easy and, and uh, doing my normal thing, investigating false flags and whatever corruption comes my way. Uh, you know, just, I, I don't have... I, you know, I did a show earlier this year, but I, I'm not doing that right now. Maybe I'll maybe I'll write a book next year. I don't know, or in the near future. But right now, I don't really have anything going on. And speaking of books, William, what do you got going on? You got a couple of books. I there. am working on a documentary about the uh, series of killings of college age men around the United States and the world. Uh, there's a phenomenon of these young men going out uh, to bars and disappearing and being found in water and. I'm going to investigate that and also provide my conclusion. So if people want to support the pro, uh, this project, they can go to Indiegogo and look up SFK. Uh, why are college-age young men uh, being abducted and founding dead in water? Look it up on Indiegogo. You can look up my name, William Ramsey, too. It's under that as well. Right, and you also have a show on. It's pretty much on After Mine on, on Saturday nights on Awake Radio and also on People's Internet Radio, a bunch of stations. And... Uh, PSN Radio, and uh, what about the books? Well, I just finished Children of the Beast this year, and I also have uh, Prophet of Evil and Abomination, Double Worship and Deception, and the West Memphis Three Murders. They can be found on Amazon or my website, which is currently www.occultinvestigations.com. So if you want a signed copy, go there, and uh, you can kind of see what I've been working on. Hey, you know, real quick, just just remember, you know, this stuff about these Serbians, there's these Serbian artists and all this kind of stuff with these pictures of these kids being kidnapped and stuff. I, I remembered something. When the, when the Clintons first moved to Chappaqua, I was living in New York, and I was watching a, a local news station, and they were doing this little piece where they went around the neighborhood, and they said, you know what, there's a Serbian halfway house right in the neighborhoods where the Clintons live. Let's go knock on the door and see what they think about the president moving next door. And they knocked on that door. And I will never forget because they surprised these guys in the house. And it was like six. It was like a woman and like six guys behind that door. And when they opened up that door, these guys had the look of death in their eyes. Like I have never seen before. These guys were, were, were savage killers. You could just see it. They had death in their eyes. And they also had a little bit of kind of like they were a little worried. You know, <laughs> you know, what's this camera doing? What's going on? And when I see those guys, and I look at this page here with this woman, this uh, Biljana Dejervich, and you look at these guys with these attack dogs around these little kids, it's that same exact look. And they're all Serbians, too. So just, and I, man, I tell you something, I'll never forget the, the, when I saw that, uh, that little news segment uh, about the Chappaqua, New York, always stuck in my head. William Ramsey, Kurt Richard Haskell. Thank you so much. Okay, guys, uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Good night. Good night. No problem. Have a good